This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2022. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott slash Sadie Pines. And I'm Carrie Doherty. (laughs) You said that so simply. I am Carrie Doherty. That's who I am. That's who you are forever and always. And this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then talk about it. But... We ran out of episodes, so now we're breaking down all iconic 24 episodes of The Golden Palace, which, of course, is the spinoff of The Golden Girls and is currently streaming in the U.S. on Hulu. Yes, and we just watched season one, episode nine, titled Just a Gigolo, which aired on November 13th, 1992, and is the one where Blanche dates Brad from Rocky Horror and Chewie and Rolando and even Sophia walk over hot coals. Yeah. Yeah, Rolando? What? <laughs> Can I tell you something? <laughs> Can I tell I you it, something? I was like, are you trying to be true here or is that an accident? I don't know. <laughs> I got no sleep last night. I oh, had a baby who woke up like every hour on the hour. Oh. And I was just very quickly, I, I, I have to tell everybody, I watch these episodes in pieces during the week when I have time because you know me, I take such copious notes. It takes me like yeah. two hours to watch yeah. an episode. Whereas I literally watched before we got on. Yeah. Yes. And I, as we were jumping in, I, I, I write this intro and I didn't write what the episode was about. So as we're talking, I'm writing it in and I'm going, wait, what was Barry Boswick's name in Rocky Horror and stuff? And I literally wrote Rolando because I'm so tired. And I didn't even catch it when I said it. I didn't even catch it. So I mean, I like it. I like a Rolando. It sounds like a candy. You know, give me some Rolandos. Think of Rolando. Oh gosh, how are him. you? How I'm are okay. you? Hey, I also didn't get any sleep last night because of my the the I have back pain that we were talking about before we started recording, and I woke up with like all these back pain issues. So we both, you know, we're both on going on very little sleep, but you have a more legitimate excuse. Mine was just you know pain, whereas you have a child who's screaming and wants your attention. Little Oreo. Yeah, she's the best. She's getting ready to crawl. Like, oh, that's so cute. It's going to happen. We're so excited for it. You need to do a video where you put out an Oreo and she crawls towards the Oreo. Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm just putting that out there as a social. I'm your social media um, 
the sort of planner, I guess. It would be great because only the Golden Girls fans would really get yes. it. Everybody else would be like, oh, that's cute. She put out a cookie. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is going just... toward the cookie. Whereas all the Golden Girls people can be like, look at my Oreo go. I love it. Well, before we get started with today's episode, which today, I will say today's episode was probably one of the funnier ones we've seen thus far. In I loved season. it. I mean, we haven't seen many past this because we're watching it as it goes. But oh, I'm not. I've watched them. All. I know you, you've you've gone. You've gone. You've gone rogue. I have not. So I don't know. I've what's gone in- Rolando. You've gone Rolando. Whereas I found this episode to be very, very fun. Although I will say up top, just a disclaimer that there is language used in this episode that is not necessarily so affirming of sex workers. And it is of my opinion that we should. It is OK if you are a sex worker and to validate that and. This episode does use some some liberties in sort of making fun of people that should not be necessarily made fun of. That, that said, it is a very funny episode if you just like understand the context of it. Yes, I agree. It's you do kind of have to overlook some of the language. Um, yeah. It's not necessary. I wouldn't say it's totally offensive. I mean, they've, Golden Girls has done worse, but, you know. I mean, we live in a I mean, maybe a lot of people listening, they don't live necessarily in urban areas, but like we live in urban areas where mm-hmm. people get paid in lots of different ways for lots of different things, or they have only fans or they, whatever it is. And there is absolutely no judgment in that because there shouldn't be a stigma against people who are sex workers or who get paid through sex related industries. There's yes. no shame in it. No yes. shame. Although no we shame. find out in the episode that this guy is actually not even a sex worker. Oh, no, he's just we'll, a con we'll artist. It. We'll get into it. It makes mm-hmm. me very angry, but I love the episode anyway. Oh my gosh. We- I, there were so many times I paused and laughed so hard and then called Stan into the room. And I was like, <laughs> you have to see this joke. Like, just come in and listen to this joke. Like, uh, there were so Harry many Moss amazing is hot. I do. I think he is. No. No? Oh, I think he is in a I can way. see what, him and Rue McClanahan had Ooh. the greatest chemistry. Yeah, they really like, did. They... I'm like, they wanted to hump each other. They're both really great actors. They're both just really great actors. I I shouldn't assume, but like their chemistry was on fire. There was, oh my gosh. You never really looked at Barry Boswick as a sex figure. Because I mean, in in Rocky Horror, of course he was attractive, but like he wasn't like supposed to be, I don't think the stud of the film by any means. No. The geeky fiance yeah he was kind of the dorky but kind of hot when you see him in his underwear yes Um, which i mean it worked for me but then Mm -hmm. later on he became sort of you know really popular as i think the mayor on spin city he was the mayor on spin city um yeah what else did i write about i have got to look at my notes but yes he was the mayor on spin city that's what a lot of people know him from um yeah yeah we'll get into it great i want to see that but but before we get into any of that, we have a very special birthday shout out to do today, which is like so exciting because it is actually on the day of this recording. We're recording this on Sunday, March 6th. And today is Miss Alaska Thunderfuck's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Alaska. Alaska. Oh my God. Such Now we met Alaska because of this show and we have since become, you know, She's a part of, she's our family. We've just become a part of, you know, it's a constant, I can't, a week doesn't go by where we don't communicate with her in some capacity. Agreed. Yes. She's just, she's just so great. Now we don't necessarily 
know how old Alaska is today. Why, why do you think that is, Carrie? Oh, man. I mean, there are so many reasons why we don't know exactly how old Alaska is, but I, I, I think, think you... I think she's like 22, maybe. What, I 22? think you've maybe uncovered, though, oh, yeah. why me, we don't know how old Alaska is. Let me just figure. Let me just do that real quick. Deleted by authority of the governor. Oh, okay. That's so we'll right. Know. That's we'll right. That's what happened when we tried yeah. to, um, we did like a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information <gasps> Act request yeah. on the paperwork in regards to Alaska Thunderfuck's age. And that's that was the response that we got from what the she state. had to do to the governor of Pennsylvania? I don't, I mean... I don't even know who the governor is, but I, I'm I'm picturing it now, and I'm I'm sure it was a real mission that she had to get that done. Alaska, we love you. Happy birthday! <laughs> like Happy like, birthday! Don't go down this three road days ago. <laughs> yeah, this is we're, we're a bit delayed. You guys will hear this a little bit later, but we are recording this on her actual birthday, and we've been texting all day because we love her so much. Anyway, today's episode so much fun. What anything else happening with you, Carrie? other than sleepless nights that the listeners need to know about before we get into this episode? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing. Oh, God. Well, I will say, guys, that if you are enjoying this rewatch, before we get to the episode, I want to say this up top this time, because we are doing new episodes, it is imperative that maybe you check out a little bit of hoo-ha-ha and everything that they have going on. They are a network and they do great things. You should download the hoo-ha-ha app. And then also, before you get to the episode, I do want to say, if you're enjoying this while you're listening, maybe go to whatever you're listening on and leave a little rating and review because it really does help us now that we are back to doing regular episodes. It would help us get into the algorithm of, you know, all of the itunes things, things that I don't understand. So please go leave us a little rating and review and say whatever you want, but maybe be nice. Uh, that's a great sentiment. Should we take a little break and then come back? I just back saw the and... ghost of Stan in the background. I just saw Stan in the background. <laughs> I accidentally left the baby monitor in the room, so he has to come in and quietly grab it. <laughs> I thought he'd go unnoticed. It was He's so, very your quiet. Room, your room is so dark that when he walked by in the back and because of the zoom, it was like, it was almost like there was a ghost following him as he walked. You know what I mean? Cause it was just mm -hmm. so dark in the back. Wow. Yeah. Stan. Stan's a looker. I like seeing Stan dark in the background. He's like a Barry Bostwick. <laughs> He's my Barry Bostwick. Hey, okay, let's right. get into this episode. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
Oh my God. Now, I, before we fully start on this episode, do you think that time changed? Like there was a, there was a app, like maybe some time off that the girls had between the last episode and this episode, because I will say Bl- all the rest of the girls look the same, but Blanche, she has like a new hair thing going on. Like, I feel like some time has passed. Oh, maybe. I she mean, different to me. There could have been like a hiatus where, mm. for whatever reason, they had a couple of weeks off between yeah. filming episodes. But did you notice her know. looking different? Because I did. I noticed that when she started wearing like evening dresses yes. yeah. around Nick, there was a black dress. I think there was a gold dress at one yeah. point. Yeah. She was smoking hot. Well, she's always smoking hot. Always, you? but like just another level. Blanche's just sexuality in this oh. episode was, it was just on the surface, bubbling in the greatest way. It's amazing, some would say. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It's honestly um, goals for me. I want to em- emote that much sexuality when I even just like text someone. Oh my gosh, so much sexuality. Yeah. Um, so the episode starts, I'm totally going to skip past this so we can get to Barry Bostwick, but by yada yada, Vincent Bale, a self-help guru, was holding a seminar at the but, hotel in uh, and, and Chewy but, and Rolando. Before we, before we get past this, this harkens back to an old episode of the Golden Girls where Rose gets into the whole self-help moment and then Dorothy goes with her to the thing. Dorothy and Sophia, I think, go with her to the speech and Dorothy basically blows the lid on the self-help guru's sort of shtick, if you will. Right. And now this is another opportunity for, excuse me, the (laughs) self-help, the world of self-help to be brought back into the girls' lives. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah. So this thing is happening. It's fine. It's a fine storyline, but the Nick storyline is the greatest. so good. So juicy. So Barry Bostwick plays Nick. DiCarlo. I mean, I mean, you know, they name. Put, that name was intentional. You know it for a reason to for you to think of one thing and one thing only that what this man does. You know, they team. wanted to call him Dick DiCarlo. Yeah. And yep. they were like, no, guys, that's yeah. too obvious. You could Much. just call him Nick or Rick. Yeah. <laughs> um, So he has been I, I just the way that him and Blanche just entered, like talk to each other like Blanche yeah. is like, Hello, Mr. DiCarlo. Yeah. And he's like, please, I've been here a week now. Call me Nick. And she goes, and you can call me anytime. And then her voice gets real deep and she goes, I mean that. <laughs> the thing I love about this is that, so then Rose comes out and then after Sophia comes out. Yeah. But the women all are like falling over themselves I mean, for Nick. And it's it's so reminiscent of like the actor or of yeah. Laszlo when all the women are like drooling over this one man. But the difference is now that Sophia's in the mix, because Dorothy's gone. So now that Sophia is in the mix, there are so many awesome, funny moments of Sophia being very sexual. This whole episode is Sophia just like trying to look at his butt and trying to turn him on by eating raisins. Like I laughed Which is so, so hard me. at Sophia. It's so me. It's so me. You just like give somebody like a little apricot and you're like, mm, no, I just want to see it. everyone's butt. And you know, if it takes raisins to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Rose comes in and we, we, I, I know we've just started, but we have to play this clip where uh, where Rose greets Nick in her oh. room, I guess, earlier in the day with a really special wake-up call. 
Yeah. Hello, Mr. DiCarlo. You're up early this morning. Oh, it's hard not to be after that wake-up call you gave me. Oh, that. That's an old St. Olaf custom. Mm -hmm. Rise and shine. Here's a peck on the face. Give me a little smile. Hoist me by the waist. Fill the tub with water. Spank me like your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassing the man. Oh, no, it takes a lot more than that to embarrass me. Can I feel your bottom? Oh, my God. Spank me like your daughter is, is going to be a line that I will use in a Sadie Pine show. I will go so up to a man and I will say dirty. spank me like your daughter. So dirty. I How did this, love I, Dirty Rose. Dirt, this episode actually is another example of the elevation of Rose as a character. We are seeing, so often we only see one type of Rose. And now, in, li literally, in just the past few episodes, we've seen a myriad of Roses, of versions of Rose. And I love that we're letting, we're seeing Betty White go in all these fun little places. I love, I love the Rose that, that, you know, had a kissing booth with her sister. <laughs> Rose also, um, and I think they even talked about it in the episode with Dorothy, where like Rose has kind of taken the mantle of Dorothy's strength. Like yes. she's kind yes. of the strong, put yeah. her foot down. And you see it later with Nick, which I really enjoyed. Um, but it's so amazing how they're obsessed with them. And then like, so yeah. and then Sophia comes in and goes, can I feel your bottom? I mean, oh. that's also me. Like I, I, I so often respond to Blanche, but in this episode, I think I responded to Sophia more because I am very direct. So Nick, so again, Nick is, you know, he's been staying at the hotel for a little while now. And why has he been there? I don't know if we know why he's there, but um, for whatever reason he's there, he's unable to pay his bill because he was expecting a check to be wired to him and it's not going to come. So he very wants much inventing Anna, very much like waiting for that wire to come through on a vacation and never comes through. She has to talk her way out of it. Barry Boswick and inventing Anna, the two in the same one in the same Sorry. run the card again. You low life <laughs> middle management. <laughs> You're fat. Are you fat? You're basic. <laughs> I just started watching it today. It's I'm so, so glad good. that we can have a little like. It's so good. Michael and I binged it, it in like a day. It is so good. Everyone listening, it's a Shonda Rhimes vehicle. So you know it's going to be great. But it is like inventing Anna is so good. And this is exactly what Barry, what, what Nick is going through here. Is it Nick? Is his name Nick? Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah. Nick oh. DiCarlo. Nick. <laughs> he's, he's doing the same thing as Anna's doing, waiting for a wire to come. Also, real, just back to inventing Anna real quickly. Yeah. I know you're the tangent queen, but <laughs> I love how many um, character, how many actors from, um, oh my God, oh my God, Olivia Pope, Carrie Washington. Why am I losing my mind? Oh, this is how Scandal. tired I am. Thank Scandal. you. From Scandal. Yeah. It's handled. How yeah. many well, actors? From, Ryan, I know. I'm just yeah. so glad that she brought so many of them back. I get because so excited every time I see someone. From One thing I will say about Shonda Rhimes that I find so interesting is that she does create this sort of Shonda Rhimes universe, if you will. It's very much like Ryan Murphy in a lot of ways, too, where they create this universe and actors sort of jump in and out of these different projects and they do different things. And I love it. And it's Inventiana is such a great example. And I will say just one other shout out for Inventiana. I often don't like Anna Klumsky. Like I often find her to just sort of be, I loved, I loved Veep, but she was sort of, I didn't get the character on Veep. I don't think her character specifically, although I still enjoyed it, but in inventing Anna, I'm forever an Anna Klumsky stand. She was so good in that show. Did you not stand in the early nineties well, over my girl? 
I liked my girl, but I was also more of a Macaulay Culkin, my girl kid. I was not necessarily an Anna Klumsky, my girl kid. Oh, but you could be both. You no, could... I couldn't be. I ha- oh, I mean, her performance was... as Veda Sultanfuss so was good. It was so good. good. It was that very child good. should have been nominated for an Oscar. You know, I agree, actually. It was a wonderful performance. And to this day, I talk about seafood. <laughs> that scene. I rem- oh, I know. Hey, Shelly, seafood. Yeah. Um, okay, back on track, back on track. Yeah. Um, so he can't pay his bill in the traditional way. It's interesting that instead of saying the money will, you know, I'll pay you as soon as I get it, he yeah. asks if he can pay it in a less traditional way. Like he wants yeah. to start in the kitchen and, you know, like washing dishes, which like yeah. how long, do you know how long it would take for him probably to pay off his bill by yeah. washing dishes? How much do you think a hotel night is? Probably 150? Yeah. yeah. No. Um, but you know what? They don't have a dishwasher because there are five people that work at that hotel. Um, yeah. And Blanche goes, oh, no way. A man of your stature shouldn't be in the kitchen. What's your day job? We'll find you something like that. And he goes, I'm a gigolo. <laughs> now. I wish in this moment that the yeah. writers had written a joke for Rose where she didn't know what a gigolo was. Yeah. Like she thought like she got it mixed up with like Jello Jiggler or that like he played an <laughs> instrument called the gigolo. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. I really wish they gave Rose one of those naive jokes. But um, the women all know all know what a gigolo is. And, and, they're, and they're all kind of excited by it. Yeah. Oh, especially Sophia. So he goes, he explains that he finds wealthy older women. He becomes romantically involved with them and they support him with their money. And then Sophia pushes the other women aside and goes, I got 20 shares in Nabisco. What will that get me? (laughs) Now, I looked at how much the shares of Nabisco are currently. Oh, probably not much. $66.76. Oh, not as bad as I thought. So in 2022, if she had 20 shares, that would give her $800. That's that not would bad. Get, that would That's get her not... something. Yeah. That did you know, did the Gigolo, did you ever watch Showtime's Gigolo, that series? No. Oh, okay. Well, it was a good show. It was a reality show about real about modern day Gigolo. Oh. And I, I thought of Nick during this. I also know one of those Gigolos. I'm not going to really? say two. Okay. But I am personal friends with one of them. All right. Humble brag. If you're um, looking for if you're looking for any services, please DM me. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Um But also so, when he said that, when he said that older women support him, wouldn't that be kind of a red flag that maybe he's a con artist? Like, wouldn't you think that like like cause it I mean, that's not really how I would think a gigolo would ex- describe what he does. Do you know what I mean? Like I would think he would be like, Oh, well, you know. I have I have sex or I have intimate relations with people who pay me. Like I mean, that's what I would think they would say. Not so mm-hmm. much older women support me. Like that mm-hmm. seems that seems sort of con artist con artisty to me. What's interesting? I mean, what's interesting to me is that that's what his con is. Yeah. Because if because Blanche, remember we talk about like there's a stigma right around yeah. this type of like sex workers specifically and. You know, Blanche is actually disgusted and she's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Um, And she says, we're going to put you to work in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Sophia goes, but without your shirt. And then Rose looks at her and she goes, what? We own him. Um, (laughs) Which I mean, you know, complicated. Yes. But still funny in the eyes of of the girls, but also not appropriate at all. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yada yada yada. So he starts also, doing this the dishes. Also, this harkens back to the first episode of the Golden Girls, where where um, Blanche almost fell for a con artist. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm, that's right. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So there's two. Literally, this is like a TBT. It's a TBT. Oh gosh, you're right. I forgot. Mary Harry, Mary Harry. <laughs> R.I.P. Coco, guys. R.I.P. Coco. Oh, really sad. Yeah. Um. So there's also apparently a big yacht club ball. Yeah. That's happening this particular evening, and the guy who was supposed to take Blanche suddenly can't make it because he died. Which I mean, <laughs> that whole bit, that whole section with Rose and Blanche talking about this man dying on Blanche and Blanche being pissed that now even his brother can't drive him because he's probably sad. He's, yeah, he's probably so, busy too because there's a funeral. Oh, so funny to me. Oh, it's so funny to me. I love it. I love it. Um, but you can forgive Blanche because it was a blind date. So she wasn't yeah. like romantically invested in this man. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a yacht club ball. She doesn't have anybody to take her. She bought a fabulous dress. And suddenly, oh, I love this joke. Nick comes strolling into the kitchen and he goes, I can fill in for the deceased. And Rose goes, that won't be necessary, Nick. All Don has to do is lie there. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so good. Oh, it's so good. Unless and he's then, cremated and then he just has to float there. And then he just has to, yeah, be, be ashes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, like you were saying, Nick's like, you know, shall I drive? And Blanche goes, I guess Don's brother was going to drive, but I bet he'll have an excuse too. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, okay. Man. So good. So, all right. So let's just, we're going to really just dance through these Rolando chewy scenes. Um, <laughs> the self-help seminar. I love them. They're both incredible. Don Cheadle, Cheechan. Yeah. I'm going to say it again and again. I love them. They're great actors. I come to the Golden Palace to watch the stories about the girls. Yeah. They didn't give, it's similar with with uh, the kid's name now. I'm blanking on his name. Help me. What's, he's not in this episode. Oliver. I know he's Oliver. not even in this episode. He's not even in this episode. And 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 sort of, you know, Roland and, and Chewie's characters are kind of sort of like the kid in that, like, I feel like the writers are starting to realize, oh, this is about the girls. This is not about these two. Like, we need to figure out a way to move these storylines along. And they, they give them storylines and stuff, but it's just not enough. We're I will say I enjoy, I enjoyed getting to know them. I'm glad they gave them their stories. Like, yeah. you know, like learning about, um, you know, Chewie's fallout with his best friend yeah. uh, who slept with his wife and, uh, you know, Rolando's <laughs> um, dating. I'm just going to call him Rolando for the rest of the episode. Please. I'm not That's that tired, good. guys. This is what, this is a runner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want them all to be going like, oh gosh, poor Carrie, she's so tired. No, it's a runner now. But now that I've said it's a runner, it makes it unfunny. So I'll just call him yeah. Roland. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and sort of knowing you know, uh, about his like dating past and sort of yeah. his issues with, you know, with, with relationships. I just wish they would have figured out ways to make their stories more a part of the girls' stories. Oftentimes we're, we're seeing like in this episode, it's pretty much just Roland and Chewie. And mm -hmm. also with the whole, you know, um, when they had to share rooms and had to share a room with Oliver that one night, it was just Chewie and Roland. It wasn't like, I want to see Chewie having to stay in the girls' rooms, which would be very weird, but it would also be very funny. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. because of a situation, they have to share a bed or, or Blanche and Roland have to go on a date or like, Something like that, because yeah. that then gives it they 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 ingratiate them those two characters with these girls and make them true equals rather mm -hmm. than 
separate storylines. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that perspective. Uh, so Roland is super into all the self-help stuff. Chewie's yeah. a little like, eh, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but Roland convinces him to go to this seminar because um, he says he thinks that Chewie's personality is flawed and basically says he's like terrible. Um, so the health is <laughs> the self-help guy comes out and he is played by Phil Proctor, who you might remember, you might yep. remember as Ron in the Golden Girls episode, Goodbye, Mr. Gordon. Yep. Um, so his mission, this guy is that he says you can have anything you want as long as you're ready, willing and able. And like Roland keeps interrupting him cause he's like so excited and he knows yeah. like all the guys like sayings and all of his lines and everything. Um, and I just like the guy, uh, calls him out on it and he goes, Hey Roland, Smarty came to the party and nobody, nobody came. Wait, did I write that down right? <laughs> No, oh God, I, I am the, so tired. I, I love the moment of doubt at the literally mid sentence. We're like, and nobody came. Smarty came, came to the party, and nobody came. Is I mean, that, is that what he said, or did I write that down incorrectly? I was that I didn't write down the quote because it didn't that that whole scene. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. But it does sound right to me. So let's just say that and hope the listeners aren't pissed at us right now. I don't know. Should we just <laughs> skip to the next scene? I mean, I think so. It's just it's it's funny. And you know me, I want all the Roland I can get, especially up in the boudoir. But it's just this it's not doing it for me. It's just just know that just know that there's self help stuff going on and they all have fears and they're gonna confront them by walking over hot coals. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chewie actually has a funny line. He says, Instead of Chewie, I'll be crispy. I enjoyed that joke. You know what would have been funny, actually, this whole storyline with Chewie and Roland, if Roland would have been like, we can't have a gigolo working in the in the kitchen. Like, it'll be bad for business. People will get the wrong impression about this this hotel, which is, again, wrong. And that you employ sex workers at regular jobs. They're okay. But Roland could do that. And then Chewie could <laughs> talk about his days as being sort of like a Don Juan type. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could have really married these two because I would have loved to have seen Chewie try to be a gigolo how funny would that be yeah he tries to sort of like compete with nick in a in a way Mm -hmm. and sort of the attractiveness i mean it's just there are so many possibilities of you're trying to make these characters stand out and like there are so many possibilities that they could actually be really funny agents for moving the story along in a really great way yeah yeah that would have been fun to see what um yeah to see if chewy was like like basically like let me shadow you like take me under your wing Chewie is so funny hot. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. so like, he has a, a way about him. I've said it. Of... I'm attracted to mid-90s yeah. Cheech Marin. Yeah, there's something very attractive about a Cheech Marin and not a not a Roland way. In a Roland way, I'm just like, please, just take it off. But in a Chewy way, I'm like, please, just make me laugh. I just want to be in your presence. Mm. So <laughs> meanwhile... Meanwhile, Blanche and Nick come back from the yacht ball. And this is when Blanche is dressed like the hot mother of a solid gold dancer with her sparkly gold dress. Nick's wearing a tux. Mm. Um, They both so tall and she's so right into his chest. And it's just the perfect alignment. Yes. And they both realized how like they've never met anyone as self-absorbed as themselves which i love i absolutely absolutely love and then he goes to kiss her and can we just play this exchange because it's amazing oh nick i don't think it would be wise for us to take this any further what's wrong you can't possibly find me unattractive (laughs) 
of course not. It's just that, well, you are a Golden Palace employee now, and I don't want to be accused of sexual harassment again. Again? You lick one gardener on the back of the neck. All of a sudden, it's a federal offense. I mean, if anybody <laughs> is going to <laughs> be worried about sexual harassment in the workplace, it should be Blanche. It should be Blanche. Also, what is the moment like where Blanche, I just see Blanche like looking over a balcony at like a gardener with his shirt off and he's like watering yeah. something and Blanche just sneaks up behind him and then licks the back of his <laughs> neck. Also, Blanche. Like, I mean, I talk I'm not... about consent. Come on. <laughs> They're very, very, very that. Um, I'm not here to judge anyone's fetishes or kinks. You know what I mean? Like I have my own, like we all have our own. That said, to randomly lick the back of someone's neck. I've heard of foot fetish or like, you know, other ear fetishes I've even heard of. But like the back of your neck fetish? I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think it's like a... Like the side of your neck, sure. Or like under your chin sort of area. Like I get how that's romantic. But like the the back is just sort of where the sweat just lives. You know what I mean? It just sort of, it just stays there until it goes down the back. I don't mm. know. Maybe it's mm. just me. Maybe I just don't find it attractive. I like the back of the neck. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, 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 and I don't like, there are sometimes pictures, I'll see pictures of me from behind and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll like take my hand and I'll like rub the back of Stan's neck a lot. Oh, well, that's sweet. I get the whole back of the hair thing. I get that. I don't lick it though. Yeah, you're licking it. I don't know. But I don't know. He's also not a gardener, so. Well, also the gardener's like in the throw of work. Like he's a clear. Well, I know it's sweaty. inappropriate on so many levels. Well, um, I know you went that way, and I'm like, it's salty. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, no, you made like a salt. Um, and then even though it's wrong, Blanche and Nick end up making out in the elevator, and there's an applause break because that audience is on board. But before before the applause break, they 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 had this bit where. She went to kiss him. He went to kiss her. They went to grab each other's, the back of each other's head. And they both were like, just don't touch the hair, which is it's like so, so perfect. So Because of course her hair is perfect. His hair is perfect. Yeah, it's so perfect. Um, so Rose, of course, finds out now that Blanche has sort of started seeing Nick on the slide. And she tries to confront her about the relationship. But Blanche is like, doesn't want to hear it. So Rose is like, okay, well, in that case, like, I want to tell you a fable about a grasshopper and a gigolo. And the grasshopper made a lot of noise by rubbing her legs together against anything that moved. And he laughed so hard. And Blanche is basically like, I'm fine. Thank you. Mind your business. And yeah. Rose goes, okay, but don't blame me if you end up rolled up on the kitchen table and dunked in chocolate. And Blanche goes, done it. <laughs> so funny. So, so messy. So, so messy. messy. But so funny. I know. I feel like we talked about this in the episode where um, Rose mentioned how her and Charlie like ate deli meat off yes, of each, off each other, other. Right. Yeah. Like because yeah. they were like a sandwich board or something uh -huh. like that. Yeah. And so that's I how feel she like had we, one of her kids. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like yeah. we've maybe had this conversation. But like, where are you? If this isn't too personal on Ew. like the cover me in things like. 
Oh, chocolate yeah. whipped cream. You know what I mean? It happened to me once. Um, I I I was dating this guy who was a who was a, a a feeder. He wanted me to feed him. I feel like I've talked about this like years ago on the podcast, but he wanted me to feed him, and he was insistent on like like we had cold cuts one night where like he would while everything's happening, I would feed him cold cuts, and then there was one the sort of the 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 moment that it had to end was when. Uh, he wanted the little munchkin holes, you know, the donut holes. Yes. He wanted me to feed him, but he was insistent that they had to be from Dunkin' Donuts. Now, in Los Angeles, now there's Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. But back then, when I was dating this guy, there was only one Dunkin' Donuts, and it was on the far west side of town. I had to drive an hour to get these munchkin holes just for sex. And so I realized it wasn't worth it. The relationship wasn't worth it because of that drive. And I, I'm not going to drive for Dunkin' Holes, like little munchkin holes for all of that. So... I'm I'm open to the to the experiment, but it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Mm. Gas is expensive. So. Yes. Well, I have an electric car now, so it wouldn't really be a problem now. But yeah. you're right, gas is expensive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It all just seems very messy to me. I'll say, and I don't think my mom listens to this podcast. I mean, I guess she will if I die. <laughs> but when I was like a teenager, <laughs> when I was a teenager. I tried a chocolate syrup thing one time. Oh, you a a what? And I didn't chocolate syrup. Okay. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. That you just like tried it like on your own, but you in sex. Okay, got it. No, do you? Are you listening? But you winking at me. Um, yeah, I tried it and I was like, no, not for me because now it's, it's just, sticky. I'm just sticky and, it's sticky. I and got it's from the, the one middle of I the day. I know. Guy. I remember yeah. the ant story. I thought yeah. maybe that's where the munchkin holes one was going. No, I just wanted to, I didn't want to get too graphic, but you guys can picture where I was very concerned about ants living inside me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Um, so, uh, so um, Nick comes in uh, yeah. and he's like, okay, like I'm all paid up. Um, and because, because Sophia paid him overtime to watch him uh, clean in a Speedo or something, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which I mean, way to go, Sophia. I mm-hmm. mean, it's wrong, but it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's, you know, what? She's 107 now. Um, well, and I also... You know. Yeah, I had this one. I remember there was this gym once. I don't forget where in LA. And there were a bunch of older gentlemen who would stand in the gym and just sort of linger while other people changed, you know, which is creepy. Like, it's creepy. But part of me was like, well, it's kind of community service. Like, if you want to see what I'm I'm younger, if you want to see it, okay, whatever. Have a look. Not the most PC thing, I know. No, that's okay. But I'm also like, okay, old man, you want to watch me change? Sure. But, you know, it's also wrong. I will say that it is wrong. But I also was like, okay, dude, it's fine. Have a look. It was your decision. It was your personal. You were consenting. I was was consenting visually. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I wasn't wasn't Um, even saying anything. I was just like, sure. (laughs) Sure. Please look. You're fine. Um, So so Nick reveals that, you know, spending all this time with Blanche, it's made him think about getting out of the gigolo business. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, but until he finds another job, uh, you know, maybe Blanche is going to keep letting him stay at the hotel and maybe Deep keep like hanging out with her. Like he told them he's a gigolo. He literally yeah. gave them the job description. So there was no question. I and Blanche partook in the, 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 the process of what he does for a living. I feel like Blanche is just so like she's got rose colored glasses on because she's so attracted to him because they're such just raw animal sexual magnetism going on. Um, But she's letting him just stay in a room for free. I keep saying this Blanche makes bad business decisions. She's not running these by her business partners. Like, yeah, this is really right. I mean, Sophia, Sophia's completely on board just so that she can watch Nick do things. Mm-hmm. But but Rose is Rose is is the smart one here. Rose is figuring things out as we will see. Mm-hmm. And like everybody's giving Blanche a really hard time about her being with Nick. Like Sophia's like, so where's the hooker? You know, um, which, is which is wrong. Which is wrong. Which is wrong. We should not be using that word anymore. Nope. Um, but Blanche doesn't care what anybody thinks. Like she says she truly thinks that Nick is turning over a new leaf. And I feel like in this moment, Blanche reveals a little bit of vulnerability because she said she's never dated a man this handsome who makes her feel the way that she does. And I think sometimes Blanche needs to be with a man to feel validated. Like we know she's her, her idea of the past men she's dated. We know she has dated very handsome men before. Hello. Mm What's his name? The the chef. I'm now I'm blanking Jake. on his name. Jake. Jake. Jake was. It's Jake Rolando. Is, Jake is perhaps the most attractive man, other than Dorothy's son, to ever exist in mm-hmm. the Golden Girls universe. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, he's absolutely beautiful. You know, George Clooney is also. I we will we don't have to get into that. Argument I don't know. again, but George Clooney was so George Clooney, handsome. but he, I mean, he's not in the Golden Girls universe as much as like Michael and Jake are. Oh yeah, know? well yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Okay. Well, because George Clooney, you know, wasn't the, you know, he wasn't the intended romantic male character of that episode. I feel like you are admitting what I have been saying for years. I said intended. Um, okay, so all right, so let's just let's just get into this coal walking scene with Rolando oh, well, you know what? and Chewie. Okay, so Rolando and Chewie, they do the whole fire thing where they walk they run across fire. It's a funny scene, whatever, but really the you should as you're watching this scene, go to Google, type in Oprah Firewalk, and just watch Oprah with Tony Robbins, run across fire. Literally, she stands there. She goes, yes, yes, yes. And then as she's running across the fire, she's just screaming, oh! Yes, yes, yes. Make a scream, yes. As hard and strong as you can. That's it. Probably it, this scene is fun, but the only really, really funny thing about this scene is when Sophia walks across the fire just in a split second moment at the Tell end. Tell Nick of the I'll scene. be by the pool. Yeah, which 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, go go watch that Oprah. We'll post it too, but go watch that Oprah scene. The only thing I want to say about this scene, so yeah, Chewy and Roland both walk across the coals. It's great. It's fine. Yeah. I will say those coals for a multicam sitcom, those look really good. good. They look yeah. really good. So whoever like the production designer was on that, well good done. For you. Yeah. Um, the other thing I kind of liked about it is, you know, Every, there are all these people that are from the seminar who are watching Chewie as he's preparing to walk over these coals yeah. and they're chanting his name, but it's not like a go Chewie kind of thing. They're chanting mm. it like Chewie, Chewie, Which is Chewy. very much like in like, like a, like a cult. Yeah. Like it sort of sounds yeah. like, like the chanting that that guy does in Indiana Jones before he rips the guy's heart out. You know what yes. I mean? Like they, that was yeah, the kind of chanting. It was very funny to me. I was like, oh, that was a really interesting. You reminded me of Rosemary's Baby in a way. Like that chanting well, at the end. I don't remember. No, it's a good movie. You should watch it. I, no, I've seen it. I just don't remember the chanting at the end because it's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, uh, so now <laughs> Blanche and Nick are in oh. the dining room, like Lady and the Tramp at the spaghetti table. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they so should have done that. Cute. That would have been so cute. Yeah. Blanche's black sparkly dress is gorgeous. Too good. So gorgeous. And I love this because, again, they keep talking about how they're both so self-absorbed, don't touch the yeah. hair, whatever. Yeah. And Nick's looking deeply into her eyes, and they're holding hands. And he goes, teeth as white as ivory, skin as smooth as marble, lips as succulent as fresh fruit. And Blanche goes, oh, that's beautiful. Now let me tell you some of the things I like about me. <laughs> I... Laughed and then she basically she said she has breasts as pert and bouncy as Mary Lou Retton on a trampoline. Like Which, what a beaut that's poetry. That really is poetry. Uncomfortable because it does align my thought of Blanche's breasts with Mary Lou Retton, which is not something that I I I don't think of Mary Lou in that way. That said, very much poetic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Yeah. Um so he's like, look, Blanche, now that I've turned over a new leaf, I don't like you paying for everything yeah. anymore, which you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. This might be progress. Yep. So he says he wants to propose something to her. And Blanche, yeah. of course, is thinking, you know, that he's going to propose marriage. Which would be but exciting. he says that he's actually going to go back to Indiana. Yeah. But don't worry, because he's going to get a job there and save up money, and he's going to send for her. Yeah. But first, of course, he's going to need like a couple thousand for the road. Now, Which, meanwhile, uh, no, go ahead. No, it's just annoying, because it's just so clear. And Blanche I know. Because she's so know. fine. But then we're, then we're interrupted by Sophia in a moment that actually saves this moment from being very much angersome. This is another clip. I said we have to play yeah. this clip, because it's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. Raisin? No, thank you. You sure? I'm fine. Because it's amazing how something so wrinkly can be so tasty. <laughs> I said no thank you. How about an old prune? <laughs> Sophia, 
That was a double entendre. Yeah, I know. I know what it was. Here, here. Now you just get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Sophia's the Sophia's the highlight of this episode for me. Sophia's. It's she. Rose is the highlight for me. I think Rose has. I mean, that whole bit with Sophia was absolutely amazing. And then. And then she she even keeps coming back into the kitchen. Like at one point, she like throws the box of raisins for him to pick up, and she looks at his butt and she goes, "Wonderful, just wonderful." <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Sophia's so amazing. Blanche is super excited that he's turned over this new leaf and oh. he's gonna send for her to go to Indiana, which again, she's just gonna ditch her business partners yeah. without talking to them. But I okay, know. she's in love. Okay. She's in love. Yeah, whatever. So he goes into the kitchen for some champagne where he runs into Rose, who says Ew. that she made a few calls and it turns out that there's no such place as Carlington, Indiana, which is Has he mentioned Indiana before? He did, I think, at one point. He okay. said he was from Carlington, Indiana. That's what I was wondering at the end. I was like, I don't know if he did. So, question. What calls did Rose make? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what calls she did. Because Rose knows a small town. Rose knows where to call in a small town to find out what you're doing and who you are. And I will say, I believe I believe that Rose is smart enough. Because she's from St. Olaf. She's smart enough to know, okay, I'm probably not going to call the library. But I'm going to call the the school department and talk to the secretary and be like, can you let me know if, you know, literally like, and she'll win them over with a folksy story from St. Olaf or story like, or something like, I think Rose knows exactly how to find out who this person is. But who did she call? Did she like call the operator? Did she call 411? No, she like, called like the chamber of commerce. She called the library. She called the school in that city. In she, Indiana. Cause in the Indiana. town doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. So then she doubled down and was like, okay, well, let's look at this person a little bit deeper. And she looked at Mm -hmm. probably like local police reports, maybe. I mean, Mm -hmm. we know she knows how to do Mm -hmm. a police report and she understands city ordinances. Remember when they were trying to put in a hot tub? She Mm -hmm. knows how that city works. So she knows who to call to find out who is doing what in the city. Wow. That was just a a question I was going to pose. I really didn't think I would get an answer, but you really answered that quite well. Rose knows these things. I mean, she might not be the smartest one, but she knows how to get stuff done. Yeah. So Rose accuses uh, Nick of being a con artist, which he 100% is. And he's kind of like, yeah, you got me. Yeah. Um, So she's basically like, you better go back and like be honest with Blanche um, or, or just like go make things right with her or like, or else I'm going to, I'm going to tattle on you. So he goes back into the kitchen or he goes back into the dining room dining and room, yeah. Rose watches through a small window, yeah, which um, is which so like, is, like the Godfather just oh, sort of like making so sure funny. you do what's supposed to happen. She's yeah. like nodding and, and stuff yeah. as he, you know, he, um, so, you know, Blanche had written him a check. He returns it. Yeah. Um, he he returns everything she bought him, even like even to the his, point of like his shoes. When he's unsure of of kissing kissing Blanche, Blanche goes or so Rose goes through the window. Go do it, do it, make her happy. Which is yeah. the sort, which is so like she's the puppet master, sort of handling mm-hmm. all of this. I was actually waiting because at the beginning of the scene, I feel like they and maybe it's just my hornballness, but at the beginning of the scene, I thought they said that. she bought the suit as well the suit he's wearing yeah i think so so i wanted to see him just like in the rocky horror picture show i wanted to see him stripped down to his underwear especially since sophia had already talked about him being in a speedo 
And because we have a film history moment of him being iconic in his underwear, this would have been a great callback to Rocky Horror. It might have been, yeah. Especially if there were like some kind of runner where I guess there aren't any other employees, but if there was like another dishwasher <laughs> named Janet and she broke yes. all she broke a dish and he was just like, damn it, Janet, when he was in his yeah. underwear. Yeah. Um so uh so yeah, so Rose has got like the watchful eye and then um uh, Nick starts kissing Blanche and Rose casually walks into the dining room looking down at her watch and goes, oh, look, it's also time for, it's almost time for my favorite show, Cops. <laughs> I laughed so hard. She was so good. And Nick's like, okay, I'm out of here. Um, and he leaves and like poor Blanche is so blindly in love with him. And she's like, you know, oh. I hope he's okay. He's leaving without any money or shoes. And then we hear off camera Nick going hot, 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 because like clearly he just walked over the coals and Rose is like, he's going to be just fine. Now, I have a question. (laughs) Yeah. Now, do you think that he that Rose should have told Blanche the truth about Nick? I was going to ask you that, too. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Sometimes I think in situations like that where, you know, he's never going to come back. I mean, Rose scared him enough to make him never come back. I think it's okay to, it's like what Sophia did in that one episode. I'm blanking what it is now, but like, it's that little thing of like, why ruin it for them? Why, if if it's not going to hurt anything, like let her have that. So I think I agree with you, but not in this episode. I think in the episode where that con artist tried to convince Rose that he was friends with Charlie in the army, but really he just worked in the records office and he was trying to like swindle Rose out of money. But the women never told Rose, which I think is okay because she said goodbye to the guy. He never took anything from her and like it was finished. But Blanche is going to be waiting for Nick. Like he's going to send for her. No, he's not. He's not going to, but 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 she she, thinks he is. She thinks he is. And that's why I hope that like when the episode was over (laughs) off camera, Rose (laughs) told Blanche the truth because I would hate for Blanche to like not date any other men or just for Blanche to hold out hope, like, you yeah. know, you know, did I, did I get a letter from Nick today? Has Nick called? You know, she is eventually going to have to tell her. So I hope she tells her soon because otherwise yeah. she's just going to, I mean, she's going to be heartbroken at yeah. some point when she realizes he's never coming back. Exactly. Might as well rip the Nick Band-Aid off, if you know I what mean, I mean. I would. All of it. Every last inch of thread. This episode didn't have a tag either. I know. I was surprised by that. I was expecting that, which also made me think like, I feel like they're going in a different direction. Like they were trying to rework some bits of the show. Here's what I'll say. When you don't have a tag, it's because your script is so long that you don't have time for it. Yeah. So that's probably what happened is that they were like, they just had such good stuff and they just couldn't, they may have written a tag at one point, but then their script was like way too long and they were like, they either didn't shoot it or they did shoot it and then they just couldn't cut the episode down to like the 23 minutes that they yeah. are with commercials. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what happens sometimes if you don't a see bummer. a tag. I always love a good tag. Especially I love like, a good the, tag. The girls could have ran over the fire or something, you know? Yeah, but I did like how the two episodes dovetailed with um, Nick yes. walking over the hot coals at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. Um, I, it was so, yeah. Rose and Sophia were so funny in this episode. Um, yeah, Blanche looked gorgeous and I feel like we got a lot of like 
Blanche's deep, sexy voice. Yeah, in this episode. I know. I'm this was, I'm this, mean was that. this was slutty Blanche at her best, and I loved it. I love when Blanche gets that sultry, deep voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I thought this episode was great. Yeah, like we said, the the sort of depiction of like the sex worker was dated, Not the best, but you know, still it was the episode. It didn't deter her from the fun- humor of the episode. Yeah, it was still very funny. Um, yeah. yeah. Should we take a break and then do some golden takeaways? Let's do it. Oh, what a good, what a good episode. I loved everything about it. So golden takeaway time. Golden takeaway is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can apply to your life or the lives of your listener based on something from this episode. Carrie, what is your golden takeaway from this episode? I know we didn't talk about this storyline too much. However, I would like to do a coal walk to see if my perception of life changes at all. You know what I mean? Like it Mm. seems like, something brave that you can do to appreciate life, but it's not as dangerous as like skydiving or swimming with sharks. Yeah. You know, would, like it's um, just dangerous that, enough. But I won't do that. With you. I won't ever do that with you, but I would watch you do it. That's one of those things that I would, cause I wouldn't go skydiving. Uh, I won't. Either. No, but I would, I would walk on coals, hot coals. Yeah. I think you just have to move fast. I think that's the trick. Yeah. 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 I think so too. And, or you could just watch Oprah do it. Yeah, but like, but me watching Oprah walk on hot coals, I don't know if that's going to change my perception of life in any way. And honestly, yes, yes, (laughs) even me walking on them, I don't know if it would like, I want, I don't know. I want some like, I want to know like the meaning of life. I don't know if I'm going to, maybe, I don't know if I'm going to get that from walking on hot coals. I'm talking myself out of my golden takeaway, I guess is what (laughs) I'm saying. My golden takeaway is, no, I don't know. Maybe ask Stan to do the dishes in a Speedo. Oh, yeah, do that and send me a picture. Yeah. Yeah. You probably don't want that out in the world, though. I don't know. Although, oh, I mean, if you Google Stan's name, he's going to hate me that I'm saying this. If you Google his name, yeah. he's I he's been in so many movies and TV oh, yeah. shows where he's in his underwear. So, yeah. like, it's yeah. fine. He's out there. He's, he's out, there. out there. Yeah. So you can send me the picture of him in a Speedo then. <laughs> just, go, just Google him. <laughs> My golden uh, takeaway from this episode is... I hope that when I am Blanche's age, which of course is, you know. Deleted by authority of the governor. I, whatever her age might be, um, or perhaps Alaska's age, let's say, you know, cause we don't know that either. Um, that when I'm their age, I hope that I am just as feisty and supple with boobs that, that just bounce like Mary Lou Retton. I always want to say Mary Lou Henner, but it's Retton. Um, I, I I want to be that when I'm their age. You know what I mean? I want to have that. I probably will be. I mean, I'm I'm that now. Yes. Like, I have a feeling I definitely will be. But yes, yeah. yes, I think that's yeah. a great golden takeaway, and I think right. totally achievable. Or even Sophia, like I want to be there walking around wherever I'm living when I'm 80 years old, with eaten raisins and like with a robe, wearing nothing under my robe, ready for someone to be like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. Yes. You know? That's good. Yeah, you got to keep things spicy. You got to keep you got to yeah. keep things alive. Yeah. Have a little fun. Have, have a, a little fun. have a little fun, have a couple of raisins. 
no I'm ants, getting, please. I'm getting, I'm getting like the wrinkly, <laughs> wrinkly and sweet. That's me. I'm almost there. <laughs> oh, I love it. We're, we're getting older. We're becoming prunes. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more becoming like a, like a, um, I don't even know what, like a balloon filled with pudding. That's basically mm. me. Right oh, now. that sounds really yeah. good. Just smash it and just let the pudding go all over your face. <laughs> Wouldn't do it in a sexual wow. sense though. That's way too messy. Wouldn't, wouldn't do it. I am not even going to entertain the amount of jokes. Oh, pudding sounds so good right now. Why did you do that? It's too late for me to get pudding. Why is it too late? Just run down to the like 7-Eleven or something. It's 8 o'clock, H. Allen. I can't leave my house. I got to be in bed in 15 minutes because my baby's going to wake me up in an hour. You need to go have Stan get you some pudding packs. Oh, I have one box of instant chocolate jello pudding downstairs there you go there you go do you have milk though or a dairy type product i do i think i have oat milk downstairs great wonderful wow make, make some all pudding. right i'm gonna go make pudding hey everyone thank you all for listening this has been out on the lanai <laughs> <laughs> oh boy what are we watching everybody next week? well it's it's great that you asked next week y'all we are watching marriage on the rocks with a twist so, mm. yep. I'm there, excited for that one. There's a I, twist, there's as a the twist. name suggests. And it's going to be funny, hopefully. Um, and guys, as we said at the beginning of this episode, you can listen to us on Hoo Ha Ha and listen to all the other great podcasts on the Hoo Ha Ha Network. You can also download their app. They also have an app for the Apple TV that you can download and listen to us on your Apple TV, which is so exciting. You can also listen to, or you can check, follow us on all of the social medias at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter, out on the Lanai official on Instagram, on Facebook, we are Golden Girls Pod, and I am H. Allen Scott and Sadie Pines on everything, Carrie. And I'm Squidzy on Instagram, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter, and as H. Allen said at the top of the episode, please rate and review us wherever you get this podcast, because the more ratings we get, the more the show will get bumped up, and the more yeah. people will discover and join our lovely kick-ass community of Golden Girls fans. Oh, oh and if you are, are wanting to go to the Golden Girls convention in April, please go. I will be there as Sadie Pines. It's going to be lots of fun. Yes, you will be there representing the podcast. And Elliot Glazer, too. Elliot Glazer will be there as well. Mm -hmm. Can you just ask Elliot to, like, put on a pair of glasses and, like, a fuzzy cardigan and just pretend to be me and, like, complain about (laughs) the logistics of the episodes and... um... (laughs) Yes, I will. I will make sure that happens. We'll, We'll have a picture taken. That would be great. Oh, Oh, this has been a blast. Remember, Remember, everyone, as always. always. (laughs) Carrie's ready for bed, y'all. Ready? Stay golden. Stay golden. (laughs) Happy birthday, Alaska. Happy birthday.